Hello, and welcome to the newly revised Morph Mom podcast. This is The Maiden Voyage, and we are so excited to get this started, to get it back on the road again. And I'm sitting here with my sister-in-law, Patty Smith-Barrett, and I am Kathleen Butler-Smith. And we are (laughs) Morph Mom the podcast. Yes. You were supposed to say that at the same time with me. But that's Oops. fine. <laughs> Oops. Um, it's exciting. It's very, very, very exciting. We have not been back on the podcast train in about three years. So starting again with a whole new setup, whole new contact, whole new outlook is really, really exciting. Um, and it comes from or stems from our new newsletter, Morph Mom Daily. So the thought is my sister-in-law and I, Patty, will sit here and sort of review a week in review. We're going to go back to the topics, the themes that were on everybody's thoughts and whatever was talking about. And then on occasion, we'll have some experts come in. We'll have some other people come in and talk about what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and we're going to just sort of see how this goes. And let's back up. For okay. people who don't even know what we're talking about when we say the word morph mom, because if you open a dictionary, that's not in there. Although that's it should word, be. Well, and it might be eventually. They do <laughs> add words, I feel like, at the end of the year, words that are so deeply in the popular use or vernacular of Americans <laughs> that they add it in at the end of the year. So that should actually be a goal. We'll get morph mom into the dictionary. But for now, it's not. And it is a word that you made up. So let's go back to the very beginning of where Morph Mom came from, the word and what you are as far as a company goes. Okay, so in my former life, prior to having my kids, I was a prosecutor in Hudson County. I'd grown up in Jersey City, loved it, was never gonna stop, absolutely loved doing it. After my second child was born, it got a little bit dangerous. So I thought, I'm gonna wait a little bit, I'm gonna get them a little bit older, get them more organized, and I'm gonna go back. Well, as many of you know out there, one day turned into a week, turned into a year, turned into five years, turned Mm -hmm. into a decade. Mm -hmm. I was not going back to the courtroom. I also had another child at that point, and thing, it was just too hard. You know the story. Everybody knows. It's happened to many of us. That's, and and you, you sort of hit that wall, like, who am I? And I knew what I was then, but yeah. who am I now, and what can I do? And even if I tried, who's going to believe me that I can do something like this? So, right. went And down, are you going to believe that you can do it still? No, I didn't at all. Right. I went down that rabbit hole of, it didn't even matter what anybody else thought. I was convinced I couldn't do it, right. whatever that was. Yep. Also, I didn't even know what there was to do. It had been so long, and right. you're so removed from it all. Mm-hmm. So what I finally got myself together, pulled myself back up by the bootstraps, and thought, wait a minute, all these other women out there figured this out. Mm-hmm. Why don't I go interview them and become the library of what's out there, what's next, what you do, how you do it, so no one ever has to feel like I did at this point. So that's what I did. I grabbed a video camera, a tripod that I didn't know how to work, and I traveled the country for about two and a half years interviewing women all over the country. Now, I want to back up to the name because that's pertinent now too. Originally when I did this- Because it, it's the word that we're going to get into the dictionary. It's the word that's going to be the dictionary mm-hmm. and should be on apparel very soon. But Morph Mom <laughs> was a mom after years at home morphing, figuring out what was next and going back. And On the road, I very soon learned that many would say, well, I'm not a mom, but I have a great story. Or I never left work and I have a great story. Or my story has nothing to do with work, but it's about I overcame a tragedy. I I volunteered. I went back to school. I wrote a book. And so Morph Mom has morphed into sharing women's stories about what their next steps were, how they did it, connecting them with others, allowing them to figure out how to do the same. So that's the evolution of the word and the evolution of the company. And 
the way I've done this, it has really become sharing stories. We've written for the Huffington Post. I had a television show. I used to host big, huge conferences. I had a radio show and a former podcast, although this one's going to be much better. Um, <laughs> and uh, COVID hit, and we turned into an Instagram live show, which mm-hmm. we still continue to do every mm-hmm. Wednesday night. The happier hour. The happier hour. So you got to go at Instagram. Where you talk fun. to one-on-ones with inspirational women and stories of people who have morphed. Yeah. It's really everything I've ever done, any platform, any medium, Mm -hmm. is sharing women's stories Mm -hmm. to help others, to empower them to take their next steps. So whatever way I can do it, it's always the same idea. It's just any way that I can do it. Right. And if we go back into the life stage, right, I think obviously, as you just said, it encompasses lots. It is a much broader definition than just a woman who was you, who worked, stopped working, had the kids, and then was like, oh. I'm back up for air and I'd like to do something since the chickens are flying the coop and I don't really want to just sit here twiddling my thumbs until I die. So um, so there's there's that broader definition. But then for let's get into talking about Morph Mom on the Move, which are the conferences that you now have that we take to different cities and have different speakers who are filled with all sorts of different stories. But really for how I came into the fold is the, um, I guess, life stage of women who are, who are like myself, who are a little bit behind you um, in ages of kids, right? So uh, your kids are 27 to almost, 20. well, we're going to say 20 <laughs> today, but on the weekend, whoop, whoop, Very our producer, Charlie Smith, will be 21. Um, and then my kids who go from 18 to nine. And so, um, so... For the people who are in my life stage, we're sort of just coming to that moment where we are leaving what was the name of my old newsletter, the pickup line, right, where that idea was that we were targeting people who were, or women, who were similarly not just at home with the kids, but maybe at work, but had sort of a a shared, uh, I guess, level of interest in what was going on in their kids' lives, in their own lives, and whatever. Anyway, we sort of now graduated into the stage of oh my God, these kids are not, like this stage that seems interminable, like the kids are going to be here forever and we're just going to be doing this and like, we're so busy, we can't come up for air that suddenly there is more of your own time, right? Kids are going to college, kids are in high school, kids have things to do and they're not, nobody's staring at you all the time. So you start to think, I got to dust off, I don't know what, your brain, your body, whatever. You have more time to sort of go back to remembering who you are, right? Whether that means getting a job, getting interested in things that you used to be interested in, um, volunteering. I mean, we talk about, right, all the, it's sort of like the world is your oyster and it's out there and these conferences and what you're doing is to sort of help people without saying what it is that you should, because should, should is a dirty word to me, but what you could be doing um, and sort of I think whenever I go to any of the conferences, it's not that you're walking away with like, this is exactly what I'm going to do. Maybe you are. I'm sure some people are. But it's it's sort of like a um, like a level of excitement that you get from it. It's motivation and it's in, inspiring is a word you use a lot. And we call them, so to back up a little, pre-COVID, I would do really big conferences. We'd have hundreds of people there. Mm-hmm. What we all learned, I think, during COVID was not only are we trying to find what's next for all of us, mm-hmm. One of those options is connectivity and connecting with others, especially after being so isolated after two years or three years, whatever it's been. Right. It feels like a decade. <laughs> but we're finally back out. So 
the evolution again of this what we're saying these morph on, on the move so three times a year patty and i and the rest of our team are going to come to different cities around the country and it's the most incredible day of speakers and connecting and lunches and laughs and, and networking and, and networking and yeah. you name it we've got it but a huge part of it is again just feeling step one connecting with somebody mm-hmm. and from there sort of launching whatever it is you need to launch and what we love about this is like you just mentioned, when you say what's next, what's next could literally be going to an event or finding a uh-huh. friend. It, it has nothing to do with the pressure of work. It's just right. what's next for you yeah. and how you're going to find it. And being excited about yeah, things. That's right. And feeling excited instead of at a time where you can be feeling lost. Like I only have... Yeah. My oldest of four is le- will leave for college in the fall, and I will still have three in the queue and all that busyness. But there is a sense of... Um, anticipatory, like not grief, but like change is a thing, right? And so even though you can be super excited and there can be so much ahead of you and you can have so much on your plate, um, it's there's still sort of a piece of, um, okay, this is going away, so what can you fill it with? Or are you going to sit there not bemoaning, but feeling bad. You know, there's you could, not everybody, but you might sit there feeling like, well, this is so sad, that's over. But it's more like, yeah, that's over, but like, yeah, that's over. So let's go. What's, right. what's ahead? And, and there's a big, long life. Like if we're really going to all a lot of the stories that we will cover um, in the daily, daily newsletter is about longevity. Right. So if we're all going to be living so much longer than our parents and and being more um, active and able. And so let's start, I don't know, finding things that make you happy. And I like what you just said, too, about that, because many women feel, you know, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to stay home. I didn't want to do anything else. Yeah, so there's sure, no of pressure course. about this. Like we're saying, right. what Patty said, it's just to get excited about something. Yeah. Rediscover a hobby. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something you never knew existed and now you want to go look at it. So it's just exploration into what excites you and yeah. whatever that could be. Or it's coming to lunch. It's finding a place to go and have lunch with some yeah. people that it's fun. So again, it's no pressure, Mm-mm. but it's so exciting and it so works this connection works and when we leave each city we leave sort of a network a local network that then also has access to the national network so you're meeting people close by but far away as well and we're really excited about that part Mm -hmm. um and it seems to be really really working and by the way we are coming to rye new york in september 28th september 28th thursday (laughs) luckily patty got (laughs) told me the right date because i was telling everyone the wrong date so Mm -hmm. good thing we clarified that Mm -hmm. um stay tuned and go to at morph mom or um morphmom.com to find details about that yes um but now so what's very exciting and we now have to get into the newsletter what we had leading up to when patty and i joined forces. So as I explained, we have these events. So three or four times a year, we go around the country and we do these events. Uh Um, A little bit more frequently, we host events in these cities, smaller events where you can get together with the people that you've met. Once a week, I do an Instagram live show called The Happier Hour. And that's where we focus on a story and share women's journeys around the country, around the world, actually. But what was missing was something daily, something daily and sharing all this content that we had. So in comes Patty, my sister-in-law, who, as she said, graduated from the pickup line to a whole different stage in her life. Right. And we thought, wait a minute, the light bulb went off. Like, why haven't we been doing this together? Well, you've been doing that for 15 years. I did the pickup line (laughs) for like seven years. And I think ours, you know, like you just start to realize that um, the people that are on the for us, I was like, hmm, these people are like with my youngest. Mm-hmm. The I love 
everybody that I come in contact with my, my youngest child, but with their parents or whatever, but really like what's going on in our life and even our interests and, you know, more likely they're millennials, Gen mm-hmm. Xers. So the newsletter is, um, yes, we're, we're featuring the people weekly that you're having on the newsletter. I mean, in the, um, on Instagram live, but because we sort of have, uh, you know, like the Gen X, I guess, commonality, there's a filter that are just things that are, it, it's sort of a, um, Whereas the pickup line was news, this newsletter that we do every day, as you know, is more like thoughts you might have in your head, and then suddenly there's an article. <laughs> it might not be the deepest journalism or um, the most probing um, piece, but they're different uh, like snippets that improve your life which goes into our mission together, right? So we have what's for dinner, so you can make dinner really fast. They're much healthier than they used to be when we had the old newsletter because that was like feeding people en masse. This is more about like, you know, ourselves. Feeding and, people in menopause. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Terrible, sorry, Charlie. Um, and, so, and so the content, like, for example, I'm just opening um, – a few of the um, oh, and before you go to that, so yeah, so the progression now, this podcast, yeah. So we're, what we're so excited about is with more from the podcast, mm-hmm. we are going to rev- go back to the week's newsletter content, the fun articles, the crazy articles, the hard like articles, the hot thing, like the topics that right. are of interest, and then also whenever there's something we have, you have created this library of so many experts that can talk on so many topics that we will have people to come in. Like when we have questions, it'll almost be like, instead of writing an article, it's, uh, that's a good question, right? Like you and I might have a question and then lo and behold, there'll be someone on the line or in the studio to, um, chime in and sort of, um, enlighten all of us and, and, um, yeah. As probably is a little bit more obvious, we are not the experts. So <laughs> yeah. We are purely the entertainment. You th- <laughs> Thank you. But we are the gateway to the experts. Yes. <laughs> well said. Um, yeah, so it's going to be fun. And I think, uh, you know, we would love anyone listening to subscribe to the newsletter. <laughs> and to join us for more fun events. And, <laughs> and that was the sales pitch. <laughs> and to share it with all of your friends. Have them tell two friends and so on and so on. And just think, and you so could all on. be enjoying this simultaneously. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's it. And, like, hot topics of the week, I mean, we can jump in on that. I mean, what's for dinner tonight? I mean, that's a feature. And tonight, it looks like it's chicken parmesan meatballs. Make it in five minutes. It's delicious. No? If I could cook, it would be fan- the well, pictures are fantastic. What's for dinner cook. is not for you. that's not for you. That's for everyone. Then. All right, let's go to one of the articles that, for example, you guys. So, what, pick one of the articles from today. From today, all right. This is yesterday. Oh, yesterday because we didn't do one today. Oh no, Oops. yes we did. did we? Oh, we did. Sorry. Well, I did. You did not. <laughs> I did. I just haven't seen it yet. Oops. Um, okay, so here's, you know, a thing. Um, Nearly, this is like wah, 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 but this is where we would normally bring in someone to talk about it. There is a study that just came out this afternoon from the CDC that says nearly one in five American adults will be diagnosed with depression during their lifetime. And so, you know, I mean, I'd love to have an expert talk about that, but I think that that's that's a good, well, that statistic isn't a good thing, but isn't that such a good thing? Because to be diagnosed means that you're out there and you're seeking help and you've 
actually said something to someone. And so that to me is one of those great, uh, I don't know, distinctions in time versus like when our moms right. were being, were in our life stage when it would be a shameful thing. And what's the matter with fill in the blank? And, and then figure it out yourself at home. And, yeah, and, and you, you probably yeah. weren't talking to your husband. I mean, no, I think that again, COVID was the worst thing in the world. And we always say the silver lining, mm-hmm. but maybe part of that was the understanding or the revelation that we all are going through this. Mm-hmm. There's something everybody's going through. You're mm-hmm. not exempt from it. You're not going to escape it no matter who you are. And maybe it made us braver to talk about it and less stigmatized or less. Yeah, well, I think society, it just shows that society yeah. to me. I mean, I don't know. I don't I, I would. That's where the expert would come in. Right. right. <laughs> Not on this hope, maiden voyage. Right. Not. A, but I think even people that we know and children that we know and we've seen at least a lot, at least in my experience, people are much more willing to have a conversation about it and much more anxious to have a conversation about it. They want to talk about it. They right. want to get it out there and say that, you know, we're all experiencing this. Well, because I think anyone that has experienced it knows that the and, and you can recognize it in somebody else. You know that by talking about it is the first step to right. having them get help. And I just think that, I mean, how many friends do you have who will talk openly? Like I've gone away on trips or whatever with people. I mean, people are very open. Like, oh, I got to go take my medicine. Right, right. Because, because we all, because that's, because it's normalized and not in like a medicate yourself in a, this is the thing that I have to do to feel better to then get to the place that, you know. Right, right. So anyway, so that sounds like a depressing topic, but to me, I mean, that's in there, like just to get into the edit like the how, the editor's brain, like why does something go in there? Because, you know, you read that and you think, you know. And again, I think it could open the conversation for someone if someone is looking for that conversation. Mm-hmm. What a great way to say, look, did you read this? And then you could maybe, I don't know, maybe it helps you start what mm-hmm. you need to start. And maybe that's exactly what your next step was to figure out how to start that conversation. All right, so here's another one. Menopause is a hot topic, and it has been, right? And can it's we say hot? That Just focus on oh, hot. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Can we talk about hot feet? Right. Yes. Hot, hot things. Um, it's predicted, I mean, I don't, I can't, I don't have this statistic, but there have been so many articles written, I'd say, since December or whenever it was that Naomi Watts launched her, um, her beauty product, skincare, et cetera. Um, uh, and so it's predicted that it's going to be this burgeoning business all centered around again a topic that nobody talked about and I remember I remember when we were still doing the pickup line and my pickup line partner Beth Kneebone who is also a part of uh, this venture and and a huge uh, contributor to what goes into the newsletter she would send me pieces on menopause and I was like I'm not putting that in there that's so weird like I mean this is like not that long ago, right? I was like, why? I mean, talk about want, want, want. I was like, why does anyone want to read about that? And I was like, oh, like almost. Yeah, I mean, welcome like, to our world, well, Patty. So, yeah. well, I didn't say that, but, but like, so, like it's, it's for real like that. Anyway, so that now is a topic that like kind of comes up a lot. People are like, is this a, is this Perry? Am I Perry? Am I whatever? Like, Sorry. All right. Cover your ears if this isn't a woman who is between the ages of 40 <laughs> and how old? Whatever. 40 I and up. I don't even know. I don't if know If you're the not difference. a woman 40 and up, cover your ears, which means Charlie, who is Kathleen's <laughs> son, who is our producer right now. With his, his earmuffs he's, right now. <laughs> earmuffs. You know, like, how many times do you have topics where, like, someone is like, oh, my. You really have to cover your ears now, Charlie. 
like, oh my God, I am bleeding, like, right? Because, like, just talking about the content of what it's like to be someone getting their period at, you know, like it's, almost 50 or 50 or whatever. And so there's an, there's an article. But also, thank God oh. that she did this. Like, again, opening up the freedom to talk about this, because where else do you go? Oh, I think, well, I think the lid is, I mean, I think well, it's thank God such it's a popular I topic. I mean, I I could put something in that is being enterprised by someone in uh, in a very well-known um, news you know, outlet any any day of the week, I could put things in there, and and I and and sometimes I often do. But anyway, there was one today, yesterday. Uh, the uh, Washington Post had an article that was like, you know, it, whether you're perimenopausal, menopausal, postmenopausal, and it's all about weight gain and how it can be impossible to shed weight, and so it's a little bit saying like, yes, that happens, but then. What I liked about it, I had to go back into it because what I like about it is I now have an excuse. (laughs) So that's why I'm fat. (laughs) Wait. Oh, shoot. Okay, that's it. No. Okay. Well, so that's actually good and healthy. So I'm not going to say anything about that because if there's anything you are, it is definitely mentally healthy. But this is saying, like, yes, it's true. And so instead of being like, gotta get rid of the menopause belly and I'm like gaining weight and wham, wham, wham. I mean, whatever. It's true. I don't mean it like, you know. Oh, belittle. it's true. I'm, 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 I'm not, resting on it right now. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not belittling it. My elbows it. are pretty much sitting on that right now. But this is saying changing your goals and reshifting your thought about it and, right, it's it's like whatever effort you're putting into it, be ni- A, be nice to yourself and B, shift your goals. Like, don't isn't really for me I think it's totally true like I would just like to be healthy and you know you change your goals a little bit instead of sitting there and beating yourself up for whatever because like are this is me aren't we just happy to be actually alive I mean really truly get to be here yes right Right. the get versus have to that's kind of what this article is about yeah it's hard though I know it is hard it that is I mean it's easier for some than others. But anyway, this piece was so great because it's just a Q&A with a, with a gynecologist, I think it was. And by and the so, way, guys, on the show going forward, we are definitely going to have experts come in about this, about menopause and weight and all of this juicy stuff that we need to talk about. Yeah, it's just, but this is just one of those topics. So going forward, we also want to know what you want to know. Yes. You heard that before. But if you could reach out reach out to us, DM me at, at MorphMom. DM us at MorphMomDaily. Uh, send us an email at MorphMom at MorphMom.com. Let us know what you want to know about. We can get it in the newsletter. We can get it on this podcast. We can, I can also get people to come on my show on the Happier Hour, the and Instagram like, wait, Live. And our net coming up, even though... yeah. It, we don't have the confirmed date, but for example, we have uh, a friend who we're going to have on as our maiden guest. Um, all right, she said that this morning, I think. Mm-hmm. Time Sullivan, who is the founder of the Top Organic Project, which was uh, something that came out of she had teenage daughters. She was like, mm, "What the heck are in the tampons that I'm giving my kids to use?" and vetted, uh, you know, all the materials that could be, would be, whatever better, and created this incredible organic um, line of products. And then from that became, you know, sort of mission-driven to then have um, products put into, what did she call it, period pour? 
Yeah, uh, period so it would poverty, be almost called? shelters, um, places where women. Yeah. Well, it was like statistics, like all, yes. all these women that were missing work because they didn't actually have supplies, right? Like supplies for when they had their period. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, time is always an inspiration, and she just had some amazing news where they're rebranded and. Um, shifting where those products are available. And she, we met her, Beth and I met her years ago at the Mom 2.0 conference when they were just starting out. And now she is a big deal and doing amazing things. And so she is going to be on here. And that's one of those stories. She, I can't remember what she did. She was, but she was like home with the kids and saw. Another Morph Mom story. And and saw what was missing. She saw what was missing and Dresses up. I told you when I was trying to describe when before I introduced you to her, she and her partner, um, her co-founder, would dress up like tampons. <laughs> Charlie, are you listening to this? This is not again. I'm talking to one of my nephews. She dressed up like a tampon and would go to different events. And I mean, there was so much. But she's just hysterical, incredibly smart, and um, she'll make a great podcast guest. And so she'll be here. And so that's like kind of like a what's to come. And Patty, another thing you stepped on or stepped on, mentioned, you stepped mm on um, your toes. (laughs) Yeah. No. Um, Is again about finding what's next. So, again, Morph Mom, as we said, is about what's next. No pressure. It could be, again, finding a friend. It could be Mm -hmm. coming to our thing. But it also could be there is something you want to do. It's writing a book, it's volunteering, it's going back to school. Yeah, good education. Maybe it's entrepreneurial. It's an idea that you have, or it's going back to work. Mm -hmm. Is it online? Is it a brick and mortar? So we actually have all of that on Morph Mom. It's just there's no pressure to be in that. And you have all those experts. You're the biggest, you are the best connector. I guess I'm just going to stop right there. (laughs) No, it's true. Like, that's your secret sauce, right? Like, what are you now? You're a connector. And you get people to do things that I don't think, I I mean, in a good way, not like take off your clothes. Like, you you get people to do things. No, it's true. No, well, that's like the best part of that thing. (laughs) There's no editing. I mean, there might be editing. But anyway, that's like if you sneeze. You don't edit out when I say that you get people to take off their clothes. Um, Yeah, no, you're like a, that's just sort of, I think, it's very exciting. You have that. That's your X factor or your superpower. And so um, it, it's I love so that's it. it. I, I know do you love doing it. So that is a big part of what we do. So going forward also, as I mentioned, I do the Instagram live show on Wednesday nights. And that's more about the person's story. It's a long, in-depth, really fun journey into what they did when they switched over, how they pivot, and what did they do. But on the podcast, I think, I was thinking we should also sometimes also hit some topics that could help you guys out there looking for that. Maybe we do LinkedIn sometimes. Maybe we do resumes, and then maybe we do gardening. (laughs) Maybe we do menopause. The sky's the limit. So anything you guys are looking for, let us know. We will go find someone. Moms. <laughs> well, every, no, or anybody. It's for anybody. 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 Charlie. I mean, my, honestly, my kids could <laughs> oh, learn from this. Charlie's He's getting like, dragged in as the, <laughs> the new poster child of my mom is. No, I'm just kidding. But a big. So really what it is we do is help you find your next step. Yes. OK. And now on that, because you and I could actually talk forever, forever. Our next step is to I'm conclude. Gonna, I'm going to actually, <laughs> in conclusion, okay, in conclusion, we'll be back. Thanks for being here. Uh, so much fun. Thanks for having us, Charlie. 
I know, Charlie. This is great. Thank you. And also, again, if you need to reach out to us at MorphMom, at MorphMomDaily, or MorphMom.com. And let us know what you want to hear about, what you want to learn about, what you want to do. And sort of that's what we're that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Thanks for listening. And by the way, I end every show. I haven't told Patty this. Oh. Every Instagram live ends with this, so I think we have to do it for here as well. Keep morphing. Oh. <laughs> well, wait, we need to say it together. One, and you got to do your finger. One, two, two three. three. Keep morphing. Keep morphing. Wait, we missed it. <laughs> One, One, two, two three. three. Keep, Keep morphing. morphing. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs>